Hello. Hi, Linda. Hi, Andy. How are you? I'm great. You uh, you just got off that plane, right? You still got that plane stank on you? Yeah. Have you have you showered yet? Or did you literally just get home? I literally just got home, brushed my teeth. To me, brushing my teeth is more important than scrubbing my armpit after a plane ride. Oh, interesting. You get those fuzzy teeth? Yeah, and it's not even fuzzy. It's just like you can tell you're dehydrated and tastes like bleh. Mm. But you got that out of the way, so you're ready to podcast. I'm ready to podcast. Yeah. Well, this is going to be a you-centric episode. You've been, you've been traveling far and wide. Andy, I've been to Boston. I've been to Minneapolis. Bada bingity bongity boongity. Duluth, Minnesota. Now that one is a wild card. Sedan, Minnesota. (laughs) Sedan? Sedan. I'm not familiar with that town. It is about two hours north of Duluth. And Uh, is this where your grandmother was just mad off-roading it on an ATV? Yes. Dang. By the way, your grandma lives up to all rad expectations of her. <laughs> I, would say, I, I would say exceeds rad expectations of her, which I didn't know was possible. She actually exceeded them for me, too, on this trip. Because yesterday, she was like, do you want to go to the wildlife preserve where there are bears? And it was like a two-hour drive away. And we had just gotten back from a whole washing machine episode. I'll get into that later. Oh, I can't wait. I'm putting a, oh, note, I'm yeah, putting a yeah. note here. Come back to Andy, washing I machine episode. I thought of you so much. You were like, oh, some was... boring ass shit's going down. This reminds me of my friend Andy. <laughs> when I was shopping for washers for my grandmother's basement, yes, I thought of you big mm-hmm. time. There you go. See, I've invaded <laughs> your brain. That's exactly when I want to be thought of. I know. And, uh,. Instead, she was like, well, we got to do something. So then I was just like sitting out on the front porch reading or something. I hear this. And she pulls an ATV out of nowhere. And I didn't even know they had those. And uh, so they had two. And she just kind of took me down to the lake that's near them. And then she wanted to find some trail that she hadn't been on in a long time and we just kind of like off-roaded it for a while <laughs> so you also were driving an atv this was not clear from yes. the uh from the instagram stories yes i was on one behind her and she was leading the way and there's like this steep hill that we had to go up at one point and she was just fearless yeah that woman is doing life yeah somebody compared her to um napoleon dynamite's grandma and I was like, oh, that's so her. Because I think that she's riding dune buggies in the sand dunes or something in Napoleon Dynamite. It's been so long. That, like. That's an example of a movie that I saw when it came out, which was, I mean, what, like 2005? Oh Is that my Napoleon God. Dynamite? Sorry. Some asshole just rode his bike past me and said, hey, girl, I like your butt. Oh, and well, it was ugh. a little hard to hear. What I, think you were we actually, I think we actually got it on tape, so. We have evidence now. Okay, anyways. That fucking sucks, Linda. I'm sorry you have to deal with that. I just wanted to put on my cozy pants, Andy. (laughs) You're wearing cozy pants? (laughs) Yeah. Well, apparently, motorcycle man. Yeah, well, what a fuck. I got a good ass. What do you want, world? Leave me alone about it. Yeah, you don't get to talk about her ass, world. Yeah, you don't get to look at it or talk about it. Yeah, it's not yours. If you look at it, keep that shit to yourself. If you look at it, you turn to stone. 
true. Men are terrible, Anyways. Linda. I know. Uh, they really, truly are. Anyways, okay. So, what were you just talking about? Napoleon I was Dynamite. saying some dumb shit about Napoleon Dynamite. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, it literally doesn't matter. So, you know. I saw that movie when it came out, and then never again. And it's been really? yeah. I never rewatched it. I liked it well enough when it came out in 2005 ish. I'm guessing, and uh, yeah, I just never went back to it. So I recall nothing of it because that was a lifetime ago. It's a good. It's a good one. Isn't it weird that the year 2000 is going to be 20 years ago? Oh wow! Yeah. That's some freaky shit. That is really freaky. Yeah. Ugh. So you're off anyway. with your grandma. Your grandma reminds you of the grandmother from Napoleon Dynamite. I know. Yep. I know. And, and you're just out there blazing a trail, going to find bears, uh, life. not giving any fucks. Visiting her sister-in-law, who has a... She's living the RV life. She's got, like, one of those camper things mm-hmm. that she just parked up next to a lake. And uh, she does puzzles. And I helped her thread a needle yesterday. Uh, so that was exciting. That was thread the only an actual one. needle, or is it a metaphorical needle? No, I literally helped her thread a needle because she bought some thread that was too thick for the needle she had. It was the whole thing. And uh, I noticed this thing about my grandma and about some of the other women up there. They're very stubborn and very like, no, let me do it. Let me do it. And so you're just watching them with their old eyeballs. Like she just had glaucoma surgery like three days ago. (laughs) And she's like trying to thread this needle and just missing it hilariously over and over again. And you're like, I can do it. No, 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 no. And then finally, when she wasn't looking, I just threaded it for her. And you're like, oops, but, it's threaded now. I don't know how it happened. Yeah. It was an accident. Yeah. And before that, we went to the casino, uh, which on Sundays is a wild ride for the old timers. They give you a free $5 on your card, and then you can just go to town on the slot. Are you comfortable in a casino? Can you be there and be at peace with yourself? Nope. Yeah, I find them deeply troubling. They're <laughs> profoundly troubling spaces for me. Yeah, it was really troubling. And they said to do it once before, but we didn't play anything. So I didn't really get the appeal. Um, but this time, uh, just watching my grandpa play that thing, I was like, oh, this is like his iPhone. It's just like a yeah. really big iPhone. It no, just it really is exactly the same thing. <laughs> yeah. My grandma knows how to use the iPhone. Grandpa does not. But he sits there, he pushes the button, it goes ding, ding, ding. And he's like, oh, would you look at that? <laughs> and he gets so Some much colors. amusement out of it. Some colors and yeah. uh, lights to amuse my, my, fr- <laughs> my frontal cortex for a little yeah. bit. And yesterday my grandma was complaining because she was like, I think they turned the volume on his machine down. And she kept calling it his machine because it's the one that he plays when he goes there. And he needs it to be really loud because he can hardly hear anything. Um, so, but they also, uh, they don't have a lot of money. They only play the free money that you get on like special days when they, I don't know, they have like a catalog that says when you get what. And like they, they plan so their they whole They go on Senior after. Citizen Day and they play the $5 right. they get on their card from a Senior Citizen discount. Yeah. And they do not and fall like, for the trick. They do no, not then they, also say, here is my credit card and keep this tab open. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. And my grandma does this really cute thing where every time you win anything, like even if 
if it's five cents. She's like, oh, you got to cash it out. That way you go home with some money. And so yesterday... Wait, she doesn't even roll her winnings up into it. She just... You're saying she just plays however many you know slots five bucks gets you, uh, and yeah. doesn't doesn't throw the winnings back into the pot. No, she she prints that and takes it into their little casino bank and takes that money home. So yesterday we took home like thirty eight bucks. Wow! From the free money, there we didn't you go. Put a single dollar down. I mean that makes it sound like it's a uh, too dumb. It'd be stupid not to go. They're just giving away free money. <laughs> I don't think casinos are good, but after witnessing the way that they casino, I was like, this is wholesome and sweet, and this is, like, their big outing, and, like, a few of their friends came with, and it was very cute. What do you think it is about that generation in casinos? Because my grandparents, specifically my grandmother on my dad's side when she was alive, uh, would, like, twice a year go to a casino. It was a thing she did. She, like, had a certain amount of money she saved up or whatever, or, like, allotted towards it, and then twice a year was casino day, and I never understood it. Uh, I mean, I think it genuinely is, like, their version of our iPhone, like, the way that we're looking down at these things all the time. How many people in our generation do you know that will go to a casino, like, as a destination? Like, I know some people will go on, like, a bachelor party or whatever, but, like, how many people are like, I like going to the casino, and I'm going to go to it now? Yeah, especially for things like the slots. Right, yeah. Like, there might be some friends who, like, get really into, like, the sport of playing poker or blackjack or something. Right, exactly. But, yeah, people who are like, I want to sit there and push that colorful button. Literally push the button that statistically is just going to take my money away. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know anyone who does that. Um, But I see people play Candy Crush on the subway all the time, and that's basically the same thing. Yeah. There's something much sadder to me about the the casino and also the lottery I have the same feeling about, which is that, yeah. uh, you know, there's this political idea that, uh, part of the reason that Americans aren't able to organize politically and form like solidarity amongst the working class and class consciousness is because, uh, poor people in America are convinced that they're rich people that have just not hit their, hit their millions yet. Uh, right. like, like everybody thinks they're a rich person, uh, deep down. And the lottery is like the peak of that for me. It's like, I do this because I know, that someday I'll be rich, and this is the only way I can see that happening, so this must be how I'm going to get rich. Uh, I know. It's very sad to me. And my dad played the lottery his entire it's life, sad. and it really, really, oh, really messed with me. See, me and Mike Kramer, whenever we go on a road trip, we get the, we get the Mega Millions. And it's that's a fun, kind, of, that's like kind a, of a fun little uh, road trip. It's a fun little ritual. tradition. Yeah. Or, like, if we go to some new state, we'll buy, like, a few scratch-offs. And, uh scratch them off and not win anything and be like that was fun (laughs) (laughs) that was worth five bucks yeah it's it's just and i I like doing the um the the mega millions is like a redneck way of checking in with myself and being like how so say more about that (laughs) so my grandmother she would play the numbers when we were kids i don't think she does anymore but when we were little she would buy, this, like, one ticket every other week or something, and she would start talking about, like, oh, what will we do when we win? And it's, like, a fun game to play. And when you have the ticket, it does do this thing in your brain, which makes it a little bit more of a reality that, like, there is technically a possibility that I could win $100 million tomorrow. Like, what would I do with my life if that were the case? And then if you start to think about, like, do I like my job enough? 
to keep it, even if money wasn't a thing? Would I start my own business? Would I donate it all to charity? Like, what would I actually do? And it's fun to think about. I and it's fun to talk that. to friends about. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. what would you do, Linda? Let's have a conversation now. I don't have a ticket in my pocket, so I don't feel like it'll be a genuine answer. Oh, you're not going to be inspired by it? <laughs> yeah, it's hard to say. I don't know. I feel like I'd probably, like, sit still for a minute and be like, all right, I really need to think about this. Oh, yeah, I meant to circle back on, on this with you. You know how I, like, really wanted to start this business, like, three weeks ago? I yeah. already don't care. I oh, no, care. Linda, I've been thinking about your idea so much. <laughs> we didn't talk about it on the air, but we talked about it off air. And I was thinking I about it, and I was, I, was, I was feeling excited for you. I know. I was feeling excited. And then I actually did take a few steps towards, like, figuring out how much of a reality it could be. Was that and a baby a in the of... background commenting on your butt? <laughs> He's like, it's so hot. I can't take it. <laughs> the, butt, the butt is so good. Ah! It's so good. <laughs> comfy pants. <laughs> Sorry, kid. Can't have it. What if all cat calls from men were like that? They were just like, you know, emotionally <laughs> overcome and just like, I can't. You're so beautiful. Oh, as God. disarming as an actual baby, I might actually be okay with it. I feel oh, like maybe that's pathetic. That's a good candidate for like, if you get three wishes, like I wish that every man who cat called a woman <laughs> burst into tears because <laughs> he was so overcome yeah. with the beauty. <laughs> That he had to sob, like just, when you're choking on just your like spit. quivering lips, his knees go soft, and he like falls down on the sidewalk. Oh, he's so pretty. Yeah, I just want to touch your butt. <laughs> the comfy pants. That would be yeah. a good one. Anyway, That'd I didn't mean great. to derail you. I mean, I did explicitly mean to derail you, but uh, you said you don't it's care okay. anymore. You, were th- you took some steps towards this business idea, I which I still steps. think is a great idea, Linda. Okay, that's good to hear. I'm still going to take some more steps. Like, it's going to be a long process regardless. It's like a thing I'm keeping in the back of my mind. I have to get some, like, certifications before fully going in. But, you know, whatever. That's another clue for you, listener. She needs to be certified in something. What could it be? Ooh, what could it be? (laughs) Linda's going to become an airline pilot. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't that be amazing? Like, I've been taking all these flights lately, and it's got me thinking. I keep thinking, I can steer this plane. (laughs) <laughs> can't be that hard it's yeah. nothing to hit up here in the sky nothing no i could not i think i'd get too nauseous you think you'd be getting nauseous flying a plane well so my brother-in-law is a pilot he flies um he's a corporate pilot and he yeah. does fancy fancy flights in a gulf stream but he just when he teaches he likes to talk about all the different training simulations and all of the real life training things that you have to do like you have to stall an airplane in midair and yeah. you have to like do all these crazy things that I would definitely puke from while while doing. I think I was in a little, little, little airplane last week, and you feel every little bump, and whew, I'm like, I'm good. I don't think I would ever want to fly one of these little things. I still get a thrill from flying in airplanes, especially when it's a little airplane, there's like turbulence and stuff, and you're reminded that you actually are just in a little tin can. Yeah, like being shot through the atmosphere. Like I find that very exciting still, even though I've been on a bazillion flights and I'm 31 years old. Yeah, I'm like fuselage. a child. Fuselage. <laughs> fuselage. Fuselage. That's one of my favorite words. Fuselage. The comfy pants are in the fuselage. So you, <laughs> it's a vocal warm up. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. I like it. Um, well, so, I'm sorry yeah. to hear you've lost some steam, but it's cool. got to be true to you. 
So let's talk about this washer. Uh, my grandma. Oh hell yeah! Fucking buckle up, listeners. <laughs> shit's gonna grandma get shit's gonna get a little blue from here on out. So kids, if you're listening, <laughs> yeah. turn it off. We're gonna talk about how washing machines work. <laughs> yeah, we are not gonna edit this content. So. Ugh, Energy Star approved. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um. So yeah, it was their 62nd wedding anniversary this weekend, and. I, I wanted to, like, help them out financially. Like, my papa's been having all these surgeries and stuff, and they're not, you know, super well off with the monies. And so I try to mm-hmm. offer help, and, and she says, oh, just save your pennies for when you're old and you need to retire yourself. And I'm like, okay, but I can tell that you need the help, and, like, let me just I can. And we can send her some podcast like, no, episodes where you can talk about why you're not going to save your pennies till you retire. <laughs> yeah. She, she would not approve. Um, but anyways, so the, the day that I fly in, um, she's like, you're going to regret coming. The washing machine just exploded all over the basement. And I'm pretty sure it's broken. And your grandfather can't get out of bed because of his back. And she's oh like, boy. I don't know. Yeah, so I was like, Lots I'm flying in. there. A lot going on. Yeah, I'm flying into a whole thing. Um, and so... I get in, and one of her neighborhood friends was there looking at it and just had it, like, upside down. So his friend comes in, like, dumps the thing upside down and gets even more water all over the place. And then he's like, yeah, I don't know. I think it's broken. <laughs> so she just had this washing machine, like, upside down and sideways in the middle of her basement, leaking water everywhere. So uh, she starts panicking, just, like, thinking about what it's going to cost to replace it and stuff. And... So my sister and I were like, here's our chance to help them with something. So we just figured out uh, which store was close. But, but the closest store is still like an hour away. So we went to right. the hardware store. But now I'm like researching like Maytag versus Whirlpool versus Amana. And I'm like, I don't know. And I got a rebate coupon in my purse oh, now. Oh, fuck. We could go. <laughs> I have a whole fuck. I could pop off on a rant about mail-in rebates. We won't. I won't do yeah, it right now. Really but dumb. put that in the back pocket. I am fucking yeah. steaming about mail-in rebates but, right now. So luckily, one of her friends, uh, Joan, no, Judy, Judy came over and she had just done this herself. And she like pulls out her iPhone and shows me all of the notes that she took. She was even researching like which appliances were built in which facilities. So she was like, "Well, the Whirlpool and the Amon are built in the same place, so you're basically getting the same washer." But one's fifty dollars more, <laughs> and uh, that's yeah, deep in the matrix. Yeah, it was pretty great, and so she had already done all this research, so that saved me a lot of time. And I uh, went to the Menards in Virginia, Minnesota, bought me a washing machine, and went home. It's going to be delivered tomorrow morning. That is very charming. That's very nice. You did that for your grandmother. I'm glad you had the opportunity to help out in a way that was natural and hopefully didn't make them too uncomfortable? Well, yeah, that was the hard part because uh, you want to do this nice thing for them. You understand that it's making them feel really bad and guilty, and you're just like, no, 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 don't even worry about it. Don't even think about it. It's fine. We got it. We got it. We you're got like, it. Grandma, you don't want to know how much I spend on coffee every month. Let me just buy this uh, <laughs> yeah. Let me just buy this washing machine for you. I know. And my grandpa... Uh, he still has the mind of a person who is perfectly able and can move around and haul things up and downstairs. 
So he was just like, oh, but Linda, let's go to the so-and-so's house down the street and hook up their trailer to your rental car so that we can <laughs> haul the thing home. Mm. And so we won't have to pay the delivery fee. And I'm like, no, Grandpa, because then we still have to get the old one out and the new one in. And it's down this winding basement steps. And no like, hope. no, we're just washing we're machines the... are heavy as fuck, Linda. I'm here to tell you from yeah. experience. And I'm like, I think we're at the age now where we just throw money at problems that's heavy. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> How many hundreds of pounds? <laughs> that's going to get some dollars thrown at it. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it was an eventful couple of days. Oh, my God. You've had so many adventures since we last spoke. I know. And before that, I was in Minneapolis with my friend Brett, hanging out with his parents for a few days. And before that, I was in Boston onboarding a new designer. I hired a new engineer today. Classic jet-setting Linda. It was so great. That's we a lot are, of stuff uh, about me. We are uh, in the process of hiring our very first dedicated project manager at work. <gasps> that's a big step for an agency yeah it's it's uh it's a big step for us it'll be like well obviously the first time i've had a dedicated project manager it'll also theoretically be the first time since we started the company that i'll be able to be primarily a designer which is wow. something that excites me <laughs> Wait, excites me really? to no end yeah i mean I, i've done all the like business running project managing stuff uh along with a couple of my coworkers, but like it's been one of my main responsibilities for the entire time yeah. we've been in business so yeah i'm excited for someone to assign me some stuff and for me to do it that sounds like a very appealing proposition to me right now wow yeah that's cool how that's did you exciting. find this person did you hire a recruiter did you put up a job listing or what did you do uh we actually we had somebody we knew in the community that had the right experience and happened to be looking for a job and we are too busy right now to like do a proper like research and yeah. job listing stuff and uh, so we just kind of seize the opportunity. So that's great, which I have mixed feelings about, you know, I know that's like a bad thing in a lot of regards because it's you end up kind of pulling from the same community and you end up more insulated and stuff. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's like right now we don't really have any other options. Just, well, I think just when you're smaller, wise. right. That's kind of like a luxury to go through a very formal recruiting process. Yeah. We've done a couple like more formalized searches for, other positions and those are the ones that never pan out we spend you know 30 hours of our time interviewing people and you know all that kind of stuff not to mention all the time onboarding and training people and you know fretting a bunch about how to do a technical interview in a way that is actually good and not crappy yeah uh and do all this kind of like worrying and thinking and stressing and then you hire somebody and it doesn't work out for whatever reason that you couldn't have predicted so i know so yeah i don't know but uh it's an exciting time and also a little bit nerve-wracking we've never had an employee whose time was uh not like directly billable right like most of this person's time will be facilitating other people that they may do more billable work oh, uh, but yeah. we're kind of like taking a little bit of a leap and being like yeah yeah we can pay a salary to you that's yeah <laughs> question mark yeah. <laughs> well that's good though yeah i'm so excited it's exciting it's good stuff yeah I have to hire uh, my first manager, who I will be managing. Oh, you're growing. Growing it up. How, how, does yeah, that, I mean, how does that feel to you? How does that idea hit you? It feels, uh, it, it feels very grown up. Yeah, it's, I think it's the right time. Um, so I'll need to hire 
a director for the product designers, and then I'll continue to oversee marketing and brand designers. And I'll oversee the product design person. Um, but yeah, it's, it's cool. It just, I'm like, are you sure I should be the one who's doing this? Oh yeah, I can do this job. That's right. It's just, you are extraordinarily <laughs> qualified, Linda. <laughs> I know. It's just that, that thing. I don't, I don't like the term imposter syndrome because I don't think it totally outlines what I feel. Uh, I feel like a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel like a motorcycle, Linda? <laughs> that's just what's going on in your brain? Well, that's the motorcycle that just went by. Oh, I, I heard the motorcycle, Linda. Trust me. You, we pick up uh, quite a bit of background noise here on this podcast. <laughs> I've gotten some comments. I, oh, really? Are people like, I don't like that? Well, I specifically, uh, I think a couple people kind of came out of the woodwork uh, when we did my dead dad episode. And <laughs> a couple people were like, wow, you're talking about this, like, really emotional thing, and in the background, there's, like, cars honking and, like, you know, people shouting on the sidewalk at Linda, and it's like, hey, well, that's the show. Yeah. That's what I it is. I like that. It's real I like it too. life. I like it, too. You know, people out there, if you're, like, a podcast purist, I think everyone should be sitting at a, you know, $400 mic set up uh, with a bunch of acoustic foam around them, and so you can play your podcast at one and a half speed. Like, get out of here. I don't know. We don't need whatever. Well, okay. I like that you're doing it, and I like that I'm not. I think that it wouldn't work if we were both doing this. Well, Linda, it literally wouldn't work because somebody has to record the show. So <laughs> you can't just have we a can... phone call and have it turn magically into a podcast. <laughs> but uh, well, I, I agree. I, I like I like our before. balance here. I think this is a good yeah. a good thing. I so. do need to get some better iPhones though, because sometimes mine, when the wind blows in them, it's like whoo, it makes this, like humming noise. I don't know. Oh, here comes the motherfucker again. It's hey, the same bud. guy. Oh, no, it's a different guy. It's a, it's a really nice night out, so everybody has all their recreational mopeds out. You know what? Statistically, that guy's probably also a fuck, so whatever. Yeah, he probably is. Ugh. Um, Terrible. Anyways, what are we talking about? I can't remember. I don't know. Something cool. Something really cool Something and interesting, and everyone's really cool. super pumped about it. Oh, like, yeah. They're all I was like, talking about imposter syndrome. Yeah. And how, to me, it's more like, am I grown up enough to do that yet? It's like, uh, when you hire somebody for their, for a job and you're hiring them for their potential versus for something they've already done over and over and over again, um, I, I think this is when you're like, oh, this is like me stepping into something that I haven't ever done before, but that is certainly within my potential. So I, I have that awareness even though I still feel that feeling of, oh, I've never done that before. I feel like a baby. Yeah, I don't know. I got. A, I have a weird, like, my, my like, neuroses matrix doesn't pan out in any way that I could, like, ever describe myself having felt imposter syndrome the way that people describe it. Uh, like, usually I feel just kind of like, I go, if you were to chart my entire adult life and design career, like, there's a pretty, there's a line, which is how I feel about my work. And uh, it doesn't really matter what context I'm in or who I'm talking to or whatever. That line is just how I feel about my work and my capabilities. Uh, and like right now I'm in a space where like I, I don't know, dealing with a lot of wrestling with like burnout bullshit uh, and just feeling kind of yeah. like drained and like, you know, everything's exactly the same. And I've been doing this job for eight years and I keep making fucking the same website over and over again repeatedly. Uh <laughs> But I also, at the same time, like, just feel like everyone's doing that. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. 
through that. Hmm. I know. I was just talking to a friend who makes icons about this today. He was like, all the money is in uh, software icons. But I'm just sick of drawing little search icons over and over and over again. Yeah. Magnifying How glass. many magnifying glasses little, have you drawn? Little tiny house. How many times have you tried to think of an icon for filter that makes any fucking sense and you can't? You just can't do it. Yeah, what is filter? Most people do like a little like funnel shape. But it doesn't oh, read yeah. at small sizes in most uh, vernacular of icon languages. Yeah. So. <sighs> Deep in the weeds here on our design podcast. Deep in it. Linda, we have a sponsor tonight. <gasps> Another returning sponsor. Friend of the show. Ooh. I'm going to go out on, on a limb here and say, uh, we are brought to you tonight by Daniel Agee. Daniel, <gasps> thanks again Daniel! for sponsoring more Earth to Linda. If you want to be a friend of the show like Daniel, A, send me $4 through Venmo, Cash App, whatever. Daniel actually sent us $8 this time. So, you Whoa. know, not really touching the Howard Hughes of the world. Howard Hughes, still number one patron, <laughs> uh, number one in our hearts. Uh, but Daniel's up there. Anyway, send me $4 through Venmo or Cash App or Squarespace or whatever. And if you want to be a true friend of the show, uh, also uh, talk about socialism like with Twitter, like Daniel did. And now we're Twitter friends. So that happened. Oh, good. Yeah. Daniel, I can give you a big old hug right now if I could. <laughs> I could if I could, but I can't, so I won't. <laughs> He's all the way in Amsterdam. He's asleep right now. Amsterdam seems nice. Oh, man. All these motorcycles need to shut up. There are a lot of motor boys out there tonight. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, that's not a motor boy. That's a, that's a souped up Mustang. Andy. Now, when you hear that big car, doesn't it just make you feel like, that guy is so cool and sexy? Yeah, it really does. And I'm like, I just really can't wait to like have sex with him. It's such a fucking masculine thing to be like, I am disrupting... All of the and in New York City, how many people do you think can hear that dumb fuck car right now? Like, like all of them, like ten thousand, a... like ten thousand people. Uh, this, <laughs> yeah. this this man is just like inserting himself into their lives, uh. ballooning himself up to fill up an enormous amount of social space. It's it's like yep. fucking peak men. Stop it! Just fucking and stop it, men. Just stop it. Be small. Men are horrible and gross, and they make me feel unsafe. Get out of here. Linda, I'm sorry a man talked about your butt. It's okay. It's not okay. You don't have to say it's okay. It's, it's fucking It's stupid. not okay. It's fucking dumb. Yeah. Don't talk to girls about their butts. No. In fact, just Unless stop talking. Just, hey, men, just stop talking to women altogether. Just stop it. Don't yeah. do it. Let's do oh. a podcast, I guess, because then you know, <laughs> record it for posterity. I, I, did, I did holler at my grandma about her butt yesterday, <laughs> Wow, Linda, fucking being double honest. standard, okay? You're saying you're allowed to speak to your grandmother in a way that a stranger on a motorcycle is not allowed to talk to you? <laughs> fucking hypocrite. Well, was, this is the future sitting, liberals want. This is ridiculous. She was sitting on her um, on her four-wheeler, and she was like, does, does it look like I have a big butt? And I was like, nope, Grandma, you still got it. <laughs> Wait, did she want to have a big butt or no? No, she doesn't, because I think she's from the generation of like... Oh, Grandma doesn't want to be a better father. to have. Yeah, so she's like, oh, I, I look like I have a big spot. Well, I'm glad like, you reassured her in the way in which she needed to be reassured in that moment. <laughs> uh, well, all right, Linda, let's call I it. I hope you have a great night. I hope you get some rest after all your travels. I hope you have a couple chill weeks ahead of you where you don't have to do shit. Thank you. Me too. Uh, I'm going to be traveling uh, not next week, but the week after. Oh, really? So 
I think we maybe still. Where are you going? I'm gonna be in Los Angeles, so maybe we can still swing a recording. I think that would be nice. And then you're gonna go to Portland and see me. Quite possibly. It's looking likely. Ugh. Can't promise it, but I'm feeling Cliff optimistic. Cliffhanger. Yeah, if we have his project manager, then I'm definitely getting out of Dodge. Peace. Have fun Heck managing yeah. this company. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, that's how you're supposed to do it, right? You hire them and then immediately leave. Yep. And don't onboard them or anything and be like, if you're worth a damn, you'll know what to do. Uh, yeah, Linda, if they knew how to manage projects, I mean, what do I need to be there for? <laughs> Perfect. All right. Good night, Linda. All right. Bye, Andy. Bye-bye.